are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Happy Tuesday and thanks for keeping a Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. We're talking about season openers with John Schuster. And we talked about a tough season opener and a tough season with Arizona Penn State back in 1999 in Happy Valley. Now, Schuster, I am going to cede the floor to for much of this podcast right here because he knows much more about this and he brought a lot of points to my attention, but a little bit of background. The year after Arizona beat uh, Miami in the Fiesta Bowl, and not only beat Miami, destroyed Miami in the Fiesta Bowl, you returned a incredibly high percentage of your roster by the way before we uh yes yeah yes you did before we continue and get back to that i was i was at that game at the fiesta bowl along with a bunch of other press people there was one person in particular who thought heading in one one member of the press i remember talking to specifically a lot of people thought miami was going to win that game one person in particular thought arizona was going to win that game can i take a guess you can anthony jimino correct Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he he and he was spot, obviously, mm-hmm. in retrospect. Right. He was spot on, but I remember a conversation with him prior to that game where he thought uh, he was really high on Arizona in that matchup. Probably not to 20, probably not to the tune of 29 nothing, but he knew what he was talking about. Right. Miami also in that game was a four and a half point favorite. Okay. There right. You are. So, a little bit of background, though. Arizona's coming off that, and I think you could easily make the case, and I would suggest to you that I'm right, that that was the best. That was the best team in school history to that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay. So, Arizona returns everybody. First game of the season is against Georgia Tech, where Arizona primetime game. That's uh, right. I actually mm-hmm. remember the quarterback was Tommy Luganbill. Okay. Um, Arizona wins 1914. What right. Were your, what were your memories of that? Because I see a Wiley Coyote. Help me, yeah, help me out a little bit here. But my recollection is that Arizona needed needed a Kevin Schmidke touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, within yeah. The no, last, it's almost like you knew that. Within the last two or three minutes to mm-hmm. win that game. Mm-hmm. And it was – and that was the omen of concern. Mm-hmm. Because their defense was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Again, they gave, I think, what, they give up 14 points. Right. Georgia Tech wasn't particularly great, but, you know, they're a big conference team. That's a challenging, you know, uh, non-conference game. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't have been 1914 challenging for a team that was on the cusp of being a seri- in a serious conversation for title contender, not conference title contender. Real, 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 quick, real quickly, just take a guess as to what Georgia Tech's record was that season. Oh, boy. What were they, four and seven? A lot worse than that. A lot worse than that. They were worse than four and seven. They were one in ten that year. They were one in ten that year. Yes. And almost beat Arizona in the season opener. And the Cats had to rally late. Correct. To get a Schmidke touchdown to win 1914. Right. Red flag. Yes. Without a doubt. Massive red flag. Massive red flag. This C and 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 it started to be a concern. And it, it was one of those games where there was since we're talking about season openers in general. That was a game where there was obviously a concern about can this offense function particularly well. Mm-hmm. And in that matchup, it couldn't. What we found out later is that Arizona's offense rarely could get on track, and that's what sidetracked them mm-hmm. from being an exceptional football team and stringing together two which excellent seasons. Which changes the equation. Which changes 
potentially changes the entire equation of what Arizona football is. And that's why 1994 was so significant. Mm -hmm. You have a 92 team that's won, I think, five in a row, then loses its last two, including the bowl game. So, But their defense was ridiculous. They have the great season in 93. They're 10-2. and two, They demolish Miami. They're coming into the next year with that defense intact with high hopes. The only one you lost, I believe, and again, I, I realize you lose Rob Waldrop. Mm -hmm. Right. But you're still returning Teddy Bruschi. You're returning Jim Hoffman. You're returning Brandon Sanders. Right. You're returning Tony Bowie. You're returning Sean Harris. You're essentially returning everybody. Again, I get and Rob. And again, their defense played like it. Right, for sure. You know, so, so their offense had people returning too and should have been better than they were. Mm -hmm. And that was not just a frustration from a viewership fan standpoint, but obviously a frustration from a fan standpoint. Mm -hmm. Because this is the point where all of the irritation of Arizona's ineptitude on the offensive end, I think, came to a head. Mm -hmm. If you've got generational talent on the defensive side of the football and you can't consistently score enough points to win football games. Right. That's that's inexcusable. And you look at some of And I think it really kind of was and, and, and it became a problem for the the fan base as well. And there are that 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 whole season was frustrating because Arizona should have been, even with the inept offense, Arizona should have been 11 and 1 that year. Mm -hmm. You look at them statistically, the only team the, the only game they should have lost was ironically one of the games where their offense played the best. USC. Yeah, USC. They should have lost to USC. Right. That was the one game of the year that that USC had them figured out mm -hmm. and could score pretty much at will and Arizona wasn't good enough to go back and forth. Right. I think the final was 45-28. That's uh, exactly what it was. Okay. Uh, it's but like you watched the game. There were other but but there were three other games that year, and let's get to let's get to those in order. So Arizona starts out the season four zero. Now it's a after the after the Georgia Tech game, they rebound. They're playing New Mexico State. By the way, that game was on KTTU, which. So I'm sure that Bruce Larson and uh, Bruce Larson was probably on the Larson call. and Sitton yes, were probably we're broadcasting probably. that yes. one. So then you play Stanford, you win 34 to 10. Then you play or good. then you play Oregon uh, State, you win 30 to 10. Maybe you're starting to think, okay, maybe mm -hmm. you know you're starting to figure things out. Then Colorado State, which was a decent team, I want, I want comes you to, in. At, if you haven't before, mm -hmm. ask Anthony Jamino. Mm -hmm about Shane Moran. Okay. Shane Moran changed the fortunes of Arizona football okay. that year. Arizona is... How do you spell Moran? I'm going to mess up. M-O-R-A-N, right I think. Okay. I think it's common spelling on both. Okay. S-A-H-A-N-E-M-O-R-A-N. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Arizona is driving in, and it's just like the Georgia Tech game. Mm -hmm. They have dominated this football game. Their offense is inept. They've turned the ball over countless times. They've been inside the 20 seemingly the whole game, and they can't score. Mm -hmm. They're inside the 20 again. Colorado State has gained about 45 yards, and but is somehow leading the game. But Arizona's going to march down at the end, get a touchdown, and pull this game out. Mm -hmm. and then they get to about the 15-yard line and fumble the football. And Shane Moran, the Colorado State linebacker, runs the loose football all the way to the end zone, and Arizona loses that game. I believe it was 16-10. to 10. 16, 21 to 16. 21 16. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, changed and, and it changed. All of a sudden, you're at the time, I don't know, number two, number, number three, number, six, number in the nation. six in the nation. You're in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're right there. And you just lost a home game to Colorado State. Right. 21 16, because again, 
your offense is absolutely inept. The total yardage in that game was almost certainly dominated by Arizona. Time of possession dominated by Arizona. I think they ran 90 plays in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at a time where 90 plays is not a big deal. Right. And lost the football game because they couldn't bleep and put it in the end zone and their offense was inept. So then you lose that game. Then you come back and you beat Washington State in Pullman 10-7. to 10 to 7. 10 to 7. Are you right. kidding me? Correct. Yes. Yeah. 10 to 7. Now, Washington State was decent that year. They finished they were ranked 20th at the time, but again, the point points mm-hmm. made. Then you play UCLA, you win you beat UCLA 34 to 24, and this is where things really start to unravel. You've got you go to Austin Stadium and you play holy, Oregon. Holy crap. Yeah. Arizona's ranked 11th in the nation. Arizona loses 10 to 9. Let Talk me, to me. Let me give you an idea of the very definition of offensive ineptitude. <laughs> There's a minute 40 to go in the first half. A minute and 40 to go in the first half. Consider, for those listening who weren't watching football in 1994, you're thinking you're lost. A, a minute and 40 in college football, that's four possessions now. Mm. You know, teams are, te- teams are scoring in 22 seconds. They have 22-second right. drives. Arizona ran in a minute and 40, Mike Luke, a minute and 40 inside the Oregon 10-yard line, two plays. How does this happen? How does that, that's a great question. Ineptitude timeouts, delay of games, uh, a uh, misutilization of timeouts. They, it, it, was, it was absolutely maddening to watch this football game. Mm-hmm. And again, it was another example. Arizona dominates right. statistically. Absolutely dominates the game. Completely screws everything up. Oregon scores on one touchdown from their tight end, and that was enough to win the football game. That's their second loss. That's another game Arizona should want. At this point, Arizona should be what? Six or seven and oh. Correct. Let's take a quick break. And you know what? BetOnline.ag is a place that wasn't around then, but you know what? If it was, these would have been the games where you could bet on offensive ineptitude. And if Arizona was playing no matter it was what it was, you would have wanted to take the under. I think that's fair to say. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. We're going down memory lane, season openers, and then what that meant for the rest of the season. So, John Schuster, you now you broke down the Oregon game where Arizona was only able to pull off two, two plays with a minute 40 left. Un- incredible. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then, and that's at Autzen Stadium where you lose 10-9. to Then you go to California and you win 13-6. to <laughs> Or no, California comes here and you win 13-6. to uh-huh. And I'm assuming this was at a time, too, where California sucked. So, yeah, just, just, just to recap, rattle off Arizona's last four or five games from a scoring standpoint. All right, so for – this isn't going to totally – this isn't going to really prove your point, but I, your point – in Arizona's losses, I think that'll be a better way of uh, – Arizona lost 16-21 to to Colorado State. You lost 10-9 to to Oregon. You lost 28 to 45 to uh, USC, and then you lost 13 to 16 in the Freedom Your Bowl. Your wins were against California, where you scored in the teens, and 10 against Washington State. Correct. Yes. Your offense is a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. It's, and it's not only a. Pro- it's not that it's inept. It's that it's a joke. And what was the other game that they lost there? Was it uh, Cal? You said. Uh, no, they lost to uh, lost to uh, Utah, oh, Utah in the Freedom Utah Bowl. Utah 13. That's to 16. right. Okay. Yes. Okay. As the season progresses. Arizona's one legitimate loss on the year was at USC. Mm-hmm. Again, USC had them scouted, had them figured out, knew how to work against the double eagle flex. Mm-hmm. They were, and from that point on, you could argue that the double, double eagle flex was never the same because maybe it had finally been effectively scouted by what right. USC was able to do. However, we can now go to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So Arizona's already lost three games. This is a huge disappointment on the season. Two of those games 
were absolutely inexcusable losses. Mm -hmm. Then comes the Freedom Bowl. Right. Where Utah gains 74. Let me repeat that. 74. As in 74. Yards. Total yards mm -hmm. for the entire game. Arizona cannot score. Mm -hmm. So, Arizona managed to get, manages to get points on the board late. Uh, and what was the score on that? 13-9? 16. Okay, 16-13. Mm -hmm. This was an offensive okay. explosion. So it was 13-9 at the time, mm -hmm. all right? And Arizona has just taken the lead and kicks off to Utah. So it looks like, okay, Arizona's going to salvage this. Utah runs the kickoff to the one-yard line. If I'm wrong about the one, the they were inside the, the 10, the Arizona one. one. Not to their okay? own one. With a minute left. First play, Arizona stuffs them cold. Mm -hmm. Second play, Arizona stuffs them cold. Third down, Arizona stuffs them cold. Fourth down, about five defenders are converging on the on the Utah quarterback who just heaves it into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Complete. A, so, so they won the game, gaining 74 total yards in another example yet again of Arizona offensive ineptitude. So that is the great what-if season of Arizona football. If Arizona is 10-2 coming off the Fiesta Bowl and a legit 11-1, because those are three games they should win. Mm -hmm. And, of course, if they're 10-1 going into the season, they're playing another major they're bowl game. A major and they're playing a better game. team. Right. But, you know, maybe they've got the momentum. The defense plays pretty well. Who knows what happens in that bowl game? Mm -hmm. Now you're talking about a football program that has strung together 10-2, 11-1, and put together two major bowl appearances back-to-back it very possibly changes the entire complexion of this football program. Mm -hmm. And instead of being the program that we talked about either in this podcast or an earlier podcast, where up to Tomy over the course of 50 or 60 years of Arizona football, your bad years are five. Now you're talking about maybe your bad year is seven. Mm -hmm. And then you're winning nine on a regular basis. You go from being um, a team that's good, a program that's good, to maybe Oregon. Right. And if you're doing that, then we're talking about a completely different dynamic with right. Arizona football. Mm -hmm. And even though there are disappointments in the equation, the disappointments are because you won nine games or ten games, not because you won three. Right. And you've gone into complete droughts after that. 1994 as a season, you know, we, we talked yesterday about the importance of Penn State's loss as a game and a turning point game in the history of Arizona football. 1994 as a season, I think, was the most important year, the most important what could have been lost opportunity year for this program. And you know what? One thing that you didn't want to, one thing that you do want to look at, though, and Arizona did a lot of traveling that year. And you know what? RockAuto.com wasn't at their disposal, but you know what? With everything going on, I think it would have made it a lot easier for them if RockAuto.com was at their disposal. And you certainly prepare, especially on the offensive end. Especially. Hello, Bruno agrees. Yes. For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats.